Welcome to Four Dram and Goal. It's football season again, so let's get into it. Stephen A. Smith needs a co-host, and it sure as hell ain't going to be one of us. So pour a glass, put the game on mute, and take a listen. Let's do this. Welcome to Ford Graham and Goal. We've got our glasses filled up. We've got some football on the TV. Life is good. We're going to give you our little preseason football introduction and tell you everything we've got to say about the season. And we're going to drink some good stuff along the way. I've got my co-host Dick here. That's all i got to say about that. Yes, sir. Uh, Dick, do that thing where you tell everybody the platforms they can... Platforms? All right. <laughs> the platforms they can listen to us on. Yeah, we got a lot of platforms around here. Um, one is nine and three quarters. You might want to check that one out. But uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. To... It's 10 seconds into the new season. <laughs> and you've already lost our listeners. Dick, congratulations. Keep you, it going. Did you not know this was a Harry Potter podcast? I still don't know what you're referencing, but oh my god, you're killing me, Smalls. All right, so Drammers, you're probably listening to us on one of our multiple avenues or platforms or platforms if you want to keep that going. Um, you can uh, always check us out on our website, fourthdramagoal.com, uh, Instagram and Twitter at fourthdram, and Facebook, fourthdramagoal. But of course, tell your friends about us, and we could really use your reviews, your likes, and uh, your views on Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Audible, Castbox, Spotify. And we're always looking for new followers and feedback. So do not hesitate to send us an email for Dram and Goal, all one word, 4-T-H-D-R-A-M-A-N-D-G-O-A-L at gmail.com. And Kurt, one thing we really haven't talked about yet on the show, because we just started introducing it, is we've actually started putting our podcast episodes on YouTube. How about them apples? Those apples are nice. And currently we are sponsored by absolutely nobody. So if you want to throw us some money and we can mention your name a couple of times, I'd appreciate it. It's on YouTube now, right? Look, That's legit. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Mattress Mac. Oh, yeah. Where, oh, I, I was going to say his catchphrase, but I'm pretty sure I can get in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, that'll get us canceled off of YouTube. So let's not do that. We also have to be more careful with the content that we're putting out. So, um, yeah, super, uh, super cool. Check us out uh, there. It's a uh, fourth dram and goal or fourth dram. Um, we've got our first, I think right now, 12 episodes uploaded on there right now. Um, you can listen to us obviously just like you would any other YouTube video. So give us a view, give us a listen. Um, and if you got any feedback, um, feel free to like comment and, uh, subscribe. Yeah, we won't put our faces on there just yet because we still think we're ugly. Uh, but you never know. It could possibly happen. Uh, we don't want to lose any more viewers. Dick's got a pretty fucked up grill. But anyway. Um, well, okay, Matt Stafford. Chill the fuck out. Nice. I don't know what that means, but I'm looking at this. And football is on TV, and it's so beautiful right now. Ohio State just returned a fumble to the house to take an even bigger league against Minnesota. Man, it's like John Madden would say, I love to see a fat man score. Do you know mm -hmm. why? Why? Because just like in the replacements, first you get a fat man spike, and then you get a fat man dance. I'm just glad football's back on TV, Dick, but I like the excitement. I'm so excited. We're, we're going to talk a little bit of college. We're going to talk a little bit of pro. We're going to talk a little bit of fantasy. This is like our unofficial kickoff to, I guess you could say, season two of Fortram and Goal. Would you agree, Dick? Yeah, I, I think you could say that. I mean, this is the 32nd episode we've recorded. Um, we made it through a year. If you think about 52 weeks in a year, that's really not that's not a bad rate. That's almost once every two weeks. And it was cool because we did this like during COVID, and then we're like, oh, we'll keep it going, and COVID goes away. But now COVID's back, so we're just gonna 
like keep it going. Yeah, yeah. COVID is back, unfortunately. I'll go go get some horse tranquilizers to get it get it gone. Mm, good idea. Um, all right. So let's get into our usual segment to start off. I had to pull out old faithful tonight. I I texted you. I was like, have I ever reviewed this on the show? And you said you didn't think so. And even if I did, who cares? It's my favorite. I have got my always have a bottle. I'll never forget the time that I realized this was my favorite daily. And I texted you and I said, I'm a Maker's Mark fan. I've got Maker's Mark cast strength in my glass tonight. It is a 109.8 proof, this precise bottle. I think they usually range from 108 to 114, right around my sweet spot. Uh, It is made by Maker's Mark. It is a $38 bottle. And this one's a little bit too strong for the newbies, I think. Uh, It's got some heat, but it's got some good qualities to it that I will save for my notes. But, uh, Dick, I think you've got a special one tonight, don't you? Yeah, I got a call today. And... uh... It was from the uh, manager. Positive or negative? Oh, uh, different call. Got it. Okay, go for it. No, I got a uh, call today from uh, one of the managers over at Specs to come in and pick up a bottle of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B512. That's wrong. Of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B521. Was it a one-person limit? Uh, not a one-person limit. It was a one-per-customer. It's an allocated product. Uh, is that what you're asking no it was one person like one person in at the store at a time because it's covid no oh okay no i'm pretty sure most of the employees aren't even wearing masks anymore it's kind of weird yeah i was i was just trying to save my ass i did mean one bottle per customer but thanks for bringing that dump for me yeah yeah Uh, no problem i got your back all right you got anything more to say about that elijah craig barrel proof that is i i think i've said this that was like my first like, oh, this is a bottle. This wasn't your usual Buffalo Trace or, you know, Jim Beam or Maker's Mark. This was like, oh, I like whiskey and I'm going to spend some money on it. Yeah, I will, I will say the first pour punched me in the testicles. Um, it's always a little uh, surprising. I think when you specifically go to cast strength, but also if you're like in one genre, or with one brand, you typically get the, like the same flavor notes and they're not as aggressive after a little while and you kind of start to savor a little bit. But I tell you what, I've been drinking a lot of the uh, with the nine banded, the local Austin whiskey um, that I picked up. They have a weeder and they have like the regular bourbon. They have a cast strength now. Um, and then I just finished a bottle of uh, Fighting Cock. And this is a completely different game. Yeah, uh, you you started sending me the bottles of Fighting Cock, and I thought it was like, but no, you you actually like that stuff, don't you? I mean, it's okay. Uh, I bought one bottle myself, and then a buddy of my, my buddy of mine left one here a while back that I just like. All right, might as well polish this boy bad boy off. And for our newbies who may be just jumping in season two with us, what's the difference between cast strength and barrel proof? Uh, so cast strength and barrel proof typically are the same thing, but just called differently. So I thought, yeah, cool. Thanks for that history. It's like, I felt there's a trick question there coming in. So nope, just kind of shooting the shit, man. I've missed you. We haven't done this in a while and we got football. We got to talk whiskey. So I'm going to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 
You got a big, you got a big weekend coming up. Uh, I do. We are doing a good little finishing a move. Uh, If anybody knows anything about the Houston housing market, holy cow! Uh, You talked you talked about a punch to the testicles earlier. That was several times repeatedly. How many offers did you have to put in? Oh, quite a few. I think I had to donate blood a couple times, sign my soul to the devil. But hey, we got a house, so that's what's important. Have you made your move to Austin yet with your secret affection for Austin and everything, Austin? Because- I don't think it's a secret affection. No, I have not. I have not. It's too damn expensive to live there, man. Too damn expensive. It's an hour and a half away. Might as well go visit. Nah, the fact that you even thought it, I think being an A&M guy that you are, I think you're not allowed into the Dixie Chicken for life. Uh, fuck it. The beers are flat there anyway. Whoa. I, I have nothing to say to that. That You just insulted your school's institution. <laughs> because the Dixie Chicken is an institution, right? That's how y'all do those ring dunks, right? Don't you let the beer get flat for a day? and then You have to. to. No, you it, don't. I mean, well, okay. Unless you, unless, okay. Unless you're a true alcoholic, like beyond our standards, or wreck them, <laughs> or you want to throw up, go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Mm, I remember my first barrel of beer. Okay. So we introduced uh, our what's in our glass tonight. We chit chatted a little bit. I think it's time to get into that second dram, my friend. Let's do it. All right. We've had a whole off season to sit there and process things. We've got a lot to talk about. We've had a couple episodes during the off seasons where we talked a little bit about some things, but what's on your mind? What do you want to get into? What do you want to discuss right now to kick off the season? I mean, we're, we're sitting here at September 2nd, right? So like this is kickoff weekend for football. We've had a few games, obviously last week, um, next week, Thursday night football is going to happen. I mean, that's the big Dallas and uh, Dallas and Tampa matchup that's going to happen. So there's a lot happening right now, but I want to kind of break down a couple things that have happened this week. And, and the funniest thing fresh off the presses is not even fresh off the presses, but I mean, I think it's going to take a long time for me to process. This is the Bishop Sycamore situation. Oh Lord. Yeah. That's a, somebody dropped the ball at ESPN there, but ESPN's getting a lot of slack or not slack, but they're, they're taking it pretty hard for that. The school in general, somebody's going to have to do a like the, this is people attending the school. If I'm not correct. Yeah. It's an online school. I don't know that it's accredited though. All right, so give me the rundown. We had a coach who had a warrant. We had a 21-year-old player or players. Uh, My understanding is there are multiple college dropouts or failouts. Okay, we don't have an actual school. It's somebody's house when you Google the address. Yeah, it's an online, non-accredited school. It's not – I think it's in Illinois or something like that in the the state. um, Like Department of Education doesn't recognize it as a real school. Okay, sweet uniforms for that low – It's black on black on black. How hard right. is that? Okay, well... It's... I mean, who does it look like? I'm a machine. <laughs> mean machine. I'm, I'm mean a machine. mean machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, he, was I like, he was like, oh, my balls! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's exactly what the, the memes have been referring to. Um, somebody... Well, and then... IMG, you're just playing a game against this team. Yes, can set it up, man. Right, but mm. well, it's so 
Yeah, there's probably some due diligence across the board. ESPN dropped the ball. IMG probably dropped the ball, but I don't know that they're accountable for that. They But they should have been like, hey, who, who is this team we're playing? They played two games in three days. I mean, that's fishy. But really, ESPN hires a booking company, and the booking company is the one that set this up and is accountable for actually vetting all of these schools and these backgrounds. And someone there needs to be fired. Like, I'm not trying to be cancel culture, but you can't do a job that bad and still keep it, right? I mean, right. Yeah, well, and then the, to put the cherry on top, your 21-year-olds that went and you got spanked by high school Thanks. kids. And apparently you've been getting spanked a lot because I think they've lost their last six games by an outrageous combined number. Like, why are they even playing? Like, what? what's the long game here? People want to play football. That's that's what it is. You're, you and me are 30-year-old men. If we got a call tomorrow, hey, you want to play a game of football? What would you say? I mean, I love football. Five years ago, I would have said yes. Not anymore, Bubba. Not anymore. <laughs> I'll be honest. And that's what separates the men from the dead, Bods. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's a weird story. I texted you like, dude, what is going on? It, I think that story is like 2021 20, in a nutshell. And I think that has to be a movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What Who's do you call it? The coach. <laughs> um, I'd be funny if it was Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> not not one I was expecting. Okay, what would it be called? Uh yeah. ESPN done fucked up. I don't know. I think that would be a I think that'd be a good one. They could actually make a pretty good like dodgeball follow-up with like ESPN the Ocho on that one. I mean, if you're IMG, do you like are you do you toss it in the wind column or do you just kind of they were supposed to come to Texas and play Duncanville? Are they still going to? No, no. Because of this? If you're Duncanville, you think you can put your kids on those buses and go play that team? Oh, I thought you were talking about IMG was going to. No. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore was going to? Uh, oh, that's for those fun. of you that are not in Texas, Duncanville is a big time in the world of high school football. They've been in the state championship the last two years. Uh, they lost by, if you haven't YouTubed it, YouTube the 2019, 2019 state championships that ended on a Hail Mary. They were that close to winning a state championship. And yeah, they were supposed to play these guys. And of course uh, they went ahead and canceled Duncanville, Dallas suburb. Actually, I think it's alma mater to the good old governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. Comments in there. All right. Um, Next topic, Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson. Lots of drama here. We can break it down 17 ways a Sunday. My I'm question. on a no. I'm on a strike. I'm not talking about Deshaun Watson. That's that's my okay. stance on that. I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson because there's nothing that's happened. <laughs> nothing has changed from our initial conversation three months ago. We still think he's going to Miami or nowhere, right? Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't want to comment on it because <laughs> your comments that valuable. You don't want to. You don't want to like. You know, put a I've, jinx on I've, it. I've put a roller coaster of emotions on tape. It's out there to listen to. If you choose to, you choose to. But I've got nothing. Well, I got nothing. Deshaun's my Madden, Madden ultimate team quarterback. So, I mean, I care a little bit. Yeah, um, that was probably a bad first round draft pick. It wasn't. But you don't know how Madden ultimate team works, obviously. Because so. I don't play Madden ultimate team. I'm sorry. I pay bills and cut my grass. And who's the old man here? Um 
All right, so loser. The other one, Cam Newton, man, got cut this week. Um, Bill Belichick basically said, "Oh, you didn't get your COVID vaccine, so I'm going to cut you." No, he didn't. That is a <laughs> bunch of bull. And the fact that Adam Schefter has to release a report saying that didn't play, like, oh my gosh, 2021. I don't know what to do anymore. Man, it's it's uh it's like the trash points out of 2020, man. I mean, that's what it's been, right? It's like when you put your B squad in and like they're just running the show. Um, uh, all right, so Cam Newton. I mean, where do you think he lands, man? I, I've, we've heard the the Dak backup situation, which actually the play style Cam's more mobile than Dak wants to be, but it their the offense is set up as like running gun. I mean, it would work. Um, I saw the yeah, I saw the report. Dallas, Houston, and uh Washington. I think a matchup with um getting reunited with Ron Rivera, I don't think that'd be a bad thing. Mm-mm. I mean that's actually Fitz, a really good fit. Fitz magic is great and all. Love the guy, but it's Cam Newton at the end of the day. Where do you well let me finish answering the question? And then Dallas, yeah, Dallas is absolutely great because who's Dak's backup right now? Uh, Kurt Roush. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Exactly. That was my point. Um, Not Ben DiNucci because that motherfucker threw three picks in one game. Yeah, I haven't seen this week's episode of. uh, I haven't either, but that was the one before. (laughs) And he's no longer with the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, one of those two places, I, I don't don't come to Houston, Cam. On your own behalf, don't come to Houston. Stay away from the circus right now. Let Tyrod Taylor see if he can get us through this storm. Tyrod's look pretty good. No, he has, and that's what I'm saying. Don't mess with that. Just let him let him do his thing. See what happens. Worst comes to worst. Yeah, David Mills in there. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, just don't come to Houston, Cam. I mean. I'd welcome. If you're you. listening, please don't come. I'd probably buy your jersey, except apparently every jersey I buy ends up in jinx. So, yeah, I, I hope he ends up in Dallas. I hope he ends up with Ron Rivera. One of those two situations, I think, would be best for him. What do you think? Like, when is the specific downfall of Cam Newton? How do we go from NFL MVP, which is actually it's been a while now, but do you think it was just that weird injury with the Panthers and? I think honestly, it's when he did that commercial when Mac Jones is a little boy told him he was oh going to come take his job. God, I remember my first day on the internet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, in in real talk, I don't think he was ever set up for success. And and um, I don't North think Carolina, I, come on and raise up, take a shot off. Ah, no, no, I don't think he was ever success. Uh, success. I don't think he was ever set up for success in New England. Um, but you're saying prior to that, or you're saying like in New England, what was his downfall? Because that's two different stories. No, not in New England. New England, I mean, it wasn't a very good season last year. I'm talking about Carolina MVP to not on the team anymore. Ron Rivera wasn't there to protect him anymore, and he didn't win a championship. That was deep. That was deep. Yeah. I guess I can. I guess that makes perfectly good sense. Good job. Uh, High five. I think was that a Borat? Yeah. Sounded like a cat getting their tail stepped on. Um, no, it just was sad because you were. 
yes, that commercial was getting put on Facebook a lot today, but it tells you where he went from. Like he was the dude in Carolina and then now he's out of a job and you know, we're about to kick off in one week. Not even I don't know if he's going to be on a team. Yeah. Well, I mean, he made a quote or whatever. It said, you know, there's not 32, 32 QBs out there better than me. And I mean, he may not be wrong, but are we talking about Cam two years ago or Cam last year? Because Cam last year, he struggled. He struggled when he was on the field. He was hurt. Well, we've talked about this. Cam week one, two, and three was pretty dang good. And then that COVID thing happened, and he did not come back the same. I mean, but even but has he come back the same since then? I mean, obviously no. he, he didn't look at that. Tra- so that's what I'm saying. Like two years ago, yeah, probably there's if you had that cam today or equivalent of a two year aged up without without COVID cam, sure. But cam with long COVID, I don't know, man. I'm be 100 percent honest, and this is just me saying I'm a GM trying to run an organization, not forfeit any games this year. I'm not bringing in an unvaccinated quarterback to fuck shit up who's been through protocols. And that's that's a factor, whether you like it or not. I mean, sure, maybe it wasn't a factor of leaving New England, but it's going to be a factor with him bringing him on. That's me. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's become a thing in sports. I think it was one somebody up high in the Washington Nationals uh, organization. He quit today. VP because, of operations. Yeah, he was. He like, resigned, and there's a lot of shit about that. Like, oh, good for you. You're standing up to him, like. He's a multimillionaire who didn't want to get a shot. Why why is this news? Like, who cares? To your point, who cares? Yeah, it is one of those who gives a shit things. Um, I don't. Uh, Cam Newton is younger than me. That's the sad part. (laughs) Cam Newton is younger than me. Um, Yeah, I hope he's on a team. I hope he goes somewhere. I don't know about being better than he's probably better than like 28 starting quarterbacks right now. but that's just kind of highballing it. Like, I'm thinking of the rookies that he may be better than if you were to plug him in right now. I mean, I mean Dwayne Haskins started last year, so. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not It's not, It's not. not like 15 quarterbacks. Like, he's probably. No. Like, I don't even know if I would. I would take Tyrod. Tyrod looks good. He's looked good lately. And it's this is a league that's what for, have you done for me lately? You know, Tyrod's kind of like what I'm drinking tonight. It gets the job done. It's consistent. And it'll always be there. Just don't poke it with a needle in the lungs because then gee, bad things happen. All right. So let's get off this. We talked we talked injuries. Speaking too. of injuries. <laughs> Dak looks like he's going to be good, good to go for week one. What I'm reading. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for. He's not my QB in fantasy, but we'll get into that later. Um, Mr. Mr. Murray in the second round. I'll get to Um, that and I'll explain that and I'll defend myself. I'm glad for you, dude. And then anybody that picked Travis Etienne, my first question to you is, why the fuck were you drafting prior to preseason being done? And same thing for Dobbins. Why? 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 Well, we've had that conversation. The later, the better. I know. Why were they drafting now, prior to preseason being done? Right. Now, we had that exact situation where there's about a good – you got to do it two weeks before because if you do it a week, you get scheduling conflicts, which we almost ran into, especially when you're dealing with a bigger league, unless you have a commissioner that, you know, 
He's just an asshole and doesn't care about his league's feelings. Oh, shut the fuck up. I made a fucking decision. I, I am not saying you didn't make a decision. I'm saying good job on you, Kamish. Um, but yeah, you've got to do it like a week and a half, two weeks because of injuries. And you don't want to be like two days away and half your league has to cancel because something came up. But that's my fantasy football advice. Dobbs, should he have been in that preseason game? It's I know that was like everyone was playing everybody week three for a good amount of time because that's the last one. Yeah, why was Tom Brady still in the game? I mean, there's so many questions. I don't why? know. I texted you like Tom Brady just threw a ball to, to Godwin. Like, what is wrong with the world? Yeah, the first quarter is coming to an end in an exhibition game. Like, get the hell out of the game, seriously. Yeah. Um, and then I think the crazier things to me, well, we're gonna get down that rabbit hole with preseason playing. It's just like, why are you trying to set up your second string quarterback and try him out with the third string offensive line against a first string defense? What are you doing? Like, but eh, armchair these quarterback. Guys, yes, these guys get paid a lot of money to make those decisions. What uh, this is not a fair question because we did not prep this. Which injury has the biggest impact on its team? I would say Dobbins. Primarily because he's your number one running back, right? Like, ETN, you still have Robinson. Like, James Robinson saved me last year in a lot of games on in fantasy. James Robinson's a workhorse, dude. And I think even if ETN would have been healthy, Robinson's still your number one dude. And now, if you drafted him, he's even more of a number one dude. So you know you're going to get those fantasy points. I don't, I don't think there's a right answer there. I think... Uh... The right answer is my answer. There's that's the right answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you keep pretending to live in Austin, you A and M boy? Um, a Dax thing is you got to keep an eye on it. I don't know what's going to happen there. Is it one of those like, oh, he's fine? Like, have you ever seen? <laughs> I, this is the most underrated football movie of all time. You've seen We Are Marshall, which is based off the you know the sad but extraordinary story of how the Marshall football. Of course, you know. Yes, we all know it. We okay, don't need remember, that sad yes. remember when he's like, my shoulder's fine, coach. And then Matthew McConaughey, like, is that going to be week one? Is that Mike McCarthy, like, hitting Dak? And he's like, my shoulder's fine, coach. Boom. I don't think so. I mean, if you watch Hard Knocks this year, like, I don't know. Like, McCarthy seems like a man that has absolutely no control over that locker room. So I think he's going to just take whatever the OC tells him. Like, Kellen Moore secretly is just, like, pulling the strings behind there. He's like, no, he's fine. Let him, let him roll. Okay, cool. We'll see. We didn't even, even talk about hard knocks, man, but whatever. I mean, it's okay. It's the same thing every year. It's the Cowboys this year. I hate the Cowboys, but I, I'm a guy like Dak, you can't root against him. So I no. hope he's out there. Uh, hard knocks is hard knocks. It's the same thing. We, I, You can literally tune into the first episode, and then you could turn into the last episode when you already know who got cut, and it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, for sure. I do, I do appreciate their production, though. I mean, that's like a three-day turnaround to get something live. I mean, we we can put our podcast up in like two days, so I mean, it's it's not that impressive. All the all the audio editing you do, yeah, forget about that. Whoa, not cool, man! Shots fired across the bow. There's the talent, and there's the guy behind the scenes. That's what we do. Well, I mean, that's why we're talking about bringing Eddie on, right? So. That's true. Oh, that's another thing we want to tell our viewers. We may be making the Ford Dam and Goal family a little bit bigger. We're going to try to have a couple more hosts this year, and we're going to have maybe a, par- a permanent addition. Our boy, 
cousin as Eddie, as we uh, refer to him as, may be joining on the team. He's going to put us with his insight. He's going to hit us with his social knowledge, and he's going to be a man with a plan. So we're looking forward to that, right? Amen. He's accepted. We just got to get some action now. So he's waiting for a payment that we're going to give him. Uh, um, it's it's hard. You know how it goes. Hard contract talks right now. 12 pack, 24 pack. We may meet in the middle. Uh, Give him a holiday five pack. We haven't talked about the new beer that came to Texas that may possibly put on let's, 20 pounds. Let's let's get through. Let's get the nose of this first and then I'm let's so get into excited. it. All right. So what are you getting on the nose on that, man? Maple syrup bomb, maybe oh, maple syrup. That's all it is. It's literally if you poured maple syrup out, you put a cherry on top of it. Maybe a little bit of the juice from the cherry drips into the maple syrup. We all know Maker's Mark is a what? What is it? It's your favorite, Dick. What is it? It's a... Weeder. It is. Okay, a little bit of weed in this. A lot of corn. Oh, I'm so corny. Like, that's the thing about Maker's Mark. They didn't pour a bag of brown sugar in this. But if they told me they did, I'd believe them. Uh, oak, vanilla, and then it doesn't even have a high alcohol burn for that 109 proof, 110. It's just a sweet, sweet aroma. That's what I got. All right. So, what about a grade on that thing, man? Well, you know, I'm going to be biased. So, I've got to be honest here, right? A, A minus, A minus. All righty. But, you know, A minus is pretty good for Old Faithful. You know, never disappointed, always made me happy. What about you with that naughty special delight you got there? So for this one, brown sugar right off the nose. A little bit of like, I almost get like coffee beans, if that makes sense. Might just be me. Red cherries. I'm going to use your rock candy here. But to your point, it's 118 proof, and it doesn't smell like that. Like, you don't get smacked with alcohol vapor in your in your face, which is nice. But this is, this is like classic bourbon stuff. There's not overwhelming, like, charred, um, woody, oaky uh, smells. It's just very much fruit and, yeah. Brown sugar, man. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, so this is Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Be correct. So those of you that have not had it, if you run into it in a store, grab it. If it's you know within that sixty to even ninety dollar range, they release it three times a year. It's an ABC series. So what my friend Dick here has is Series B, which I got my hands on last year. And then you'll, you know, you'll do your YouTube searching. You'll do your Googling. Some people will always say like last year, B was better. C was better. B was better. C was better. Any of them. And if you can get A, B, or C, of course, it comes out through the year. A is going to be early on, B mid-year, and C towards the end. Get your hands on any of them just to try them. Now, we'll listen to Dick and see what he thinks about the nose on this and overall thoughts on this bottle. But I had to, I had to throw that out there because you can get, the same 
bottle as somebody else and think it is, but there's a different series altogether. All right. So overall, I would say that this is a B plus, B plus, A minus, somewhere in that range. B plus. I like it. Rock candy. What flavor of rock candy? Red. Red. That's the only rock candy there is, my friend. All right. We are good friends. Moving on. Can we pour that third ram? Let's do it. Okay. So it's time to get into the full segment where we start predicting some things. We're, we're excited about kickoff next Thursday, Dallas, Tampa. In Tampa, side of the last Super Bowl, the last time we saw the Buccaneers, they were walking off with a ring. All right, yep. so we're pumped up. We're ready to go. Do you? What do you want to do? You just want to lay out the predictions on that first game of the year, Dick? I think that's a great way to go. I mean, it was the last football seat, last professional game we saw this year at the same stadium. It's going to be the first one. I, I think it's a great way to go. Tampa. Yes. That's my prediction. No, that was my prediction. Oh, oh okay. Tampa. That's all all I got to say about that. (laughs) I want to say Tampa, but just for shits and giggles, I want to say Dallas. Dallas 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 can't win an opening game of the year to save their fucking life, but usually they're playing it in Dallas, and that's where they suck the most. Oh, I don't have any historical references on that, but I'll agree with you. Um, Dallas always wins the games they're not supposed to. They do that, and they usually lose at home. So this is a good combination for both of them. And Tampa started the year off by getting their butts kicked by Drew Brees and the Saints last year. Yep, they'll need some motivation. It's a good call. Couldn't even tell you Dallas played week one last year. Uh, probably the Giants got their ass kicked. I was going to say, I feel like they play the Giants every If it was the Giants, I think they probably would have won. Um, but, yeah, Tom Brady, you got the, the banner. I wonder if they're going to do that whole thing this week where they put the banner up. That's I mean, you have to. Home. It's Thursday night. It's the only game on, other than a Monday night. Under the uh, other than a Monday night, mate. Other than a Monday night game, it's going to be the most watched football game this week. I'll stick to Tampa just because they're there. Uh, maybe it's I like one, it. One of those games where Dallas good good effort, maybe close towards the end. Uh, and we'll see how Dak plays. We'll yeah. see how Zeke plays. I'm not gonna lie, Zeke looks good. Zeke looks trim, and that's why I drafted him number one. I want to talk about it. All right, so Tampa and Dallas, we put our predictions out there. For the rest of the year, key matchups. That's a tough question, but who are you looking forward to seeing? So I think we got two categories here. I think the first one is like your typical inter interdivisional matchups, right? What you're going to be especially good this year, and then what's your like non interdivisional, like your ones your one offs, right? They don't see that often. One of the ones that pops off the schedule to me for that second category, and we'll back into the divisional, is the the Rams and the Lions. You got the old quarterback switcheroo, which team's going to be better, right? You lost okay. me at Lions, but yeah, go ahead and continue. You're fucking killing me, Smalls. All right, so that's the one I'm thinking about. What about you? Well, I got two, and I can't believe you were like, oh, the quarterback matchup and the Rams. Uh, yeah, cool. Put it. Put our viewers to sleep. Hello, week four, Tom Brady against the Patriots, Belichick, the game, 
I mean, who's not marking that one on their calendar? I mean, it's a Sunday night game, so I mean, looks like it's going to be the only game watched that time frame. Well, that and it, I don't care if it's at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like it's Tom Brady back in New England. Like, holy cow. He's back, baby. Um, so yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to. I'm expecting him to spank Mac Jones just because you don't bet against Tom Brady and he's probably going in there with more motion and more like determination than any Super Bowl he's ever played. Uh, so that one, obviously. And then the second one, I think week seven, midseason, Chiefs versus Titans, possible AFC championship preview. That's going to be a big one to see where they're at. Are the Titans about the hype? Are the Chiefs who they still are? Ah, I, I circled that one. Looking forward to both of those. I like that call out. But what about your NFC championship preview the following week? The Packers uh, and the Cards. Um, Come on, react. No, that was my reaction. Like, are you, okay, are you... <laughs> okay, okay. I had a buddy text me that you know today. He randomly texted, and he basically said, I want to put this on the books. He said that Fitzmagic was going to take care of Brady in the playoffs, and then he was going to take care of Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. And then I told him, Awesome. When you wake up from that dream, let me know how it goes. That's Arizona. And Aaron, this is my last ride in Green Bay versus we're going to be decent, but this may be like still three years away, Arizona Cardinals. Hey, J.J. Watt went to Arizona for a reason, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, to get paid and play, maybe. I just want to put this in the books that the the – no fucking way this is going to happen, but someone called it. That's my matchup. Yeah, great game. Sounds great. Sounds like the best first round of the playoff game ever. <laughs> um, awesome. Great prediction there, buddy. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, interdivisional. Before, interdivisional? Yeah, interdivisional. What, like, what, two two rounds? What are you looking for? Like, what, what? Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Redskins, you know, uh, Titans, Texans. So which, like, what are you looking which, for? which division game has the most playoff implications? Yeah, I think, like, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to the Steelers and the Browns this year. That's like, a good one. That, that was a hell of a – Ben's back. It was a hell of a last game last year. It depends um, when the Ravens show up. Steelers and Ravens and, and possibly Cleveland and Ravens. Yeah. Shit, we're putting a lot of we're saying Cleveland a lot. Let's stop overhead. I mean, I've got my Super Bowl predictions still to make. I may say Cleveland again. Mm, that'd be a wild one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's let's do our surprise team and biggest uh, disappointment team first before I say the the matchup that I think may okay. have implementation. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Surprise team. Cardinals. 
Okay. Dolphins. I don't hate that pick either. And and the, it's the sad part is they've gotten so much coverage this year because of Tua and because of the possible trade and because of everything that that's was like it's my next question. Even, with like, or without Watson. No, two I love Tua. I'm all about Tua. I told you two months ago, I, even though I'm I on remember. strike. I'm on strike. I'm not talking about Deshaun Watson. If Tua it's funny were, how you keep talking about him though. I'm not talking about him. I'm on strike. If he were to come to Houston, Tua, I would have been all about that. Yeah. Um so that's why I was like, I think the Dolphins Bills game this year, two times, is gonna have huge implications. They're my surprise team, slash not surprise anymore because of the coverage, not due to their playing, but slash because of everything going on team. I've got nothing to say to that. No rebuttal. I, I think and what it's you, a great call. So you saying Murray, Hopkins, like all that good stuff, Kingsbury keeping his job because he's on the hot seat, like all that's going to be good this year? Yeah, this is this is my thought. Like you've got all the talent in the world. It's a, it's like it's a Cowboys problem, right? It spoils of riches. Like they have so much young talent, though, young, capable talent, and they've got a – Offensive running gunner. I mean, that's what Kingsbury is known for. I mean, you know, West Coast offense to the max. The so you're telling me he's known for putting an offense production every single week, no matter what. You're telling me that right now. I know what you're doing here. That they are consistently putting up points and putting up offensive statistics. Just say yes or no right now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hold that thought, but. <clears throat> continue with what you were saying. I'll just spoil it for our viewers. He's going to try to defend his Murray pick on the fantasy, so we'll just come back to that. Yep, this was just double-checking that I was getting you correct, but okay. Oh, this is what you do, but yeah, okay. Um, all right, yeah, that's... Uh, I think that the cards... I think the cards have a chance, to your point. Kingsbury is on the hot seat. If he doesn't put it together this year, I don't know there's a next year. You brought it up, fantasy football. How did the draft go? No, no, no. I want to know some other things before we get into that disappointment. Uh, speaking of disappointment, who's going to be your biggest disappointment this year? Uh, Cowboys, dude. They're going to disappoint me every year. I'm going to go Chargers. And that's slight disappointment because I think there's a lot of hype. They got a great quarterback, uh, new coach. I think they're going to take some bumps. Mm. But I'm going to go Chargers on that one. That's fair. I'm just looking forward to the uh Classic six and four Cowboys, weed and boys memes on Facebook, and then finishing eight and eight. And there's a and then the memes go, it'll be next year. It'll be next year. Well, they can't finish eight and eight this year. Oh, you're right. Fair enough. So they're gonna finish uh eight and nine. There you go. Let's I'm gonna go eight, eight, and one. Okay. Oh, we're talking. <laughs> I thought I forgot Donovan McNabb was a quarterback. <laughs> so do you want to go Super Bowl prediction or you want to talk about the shit show that was fantasy football? I mean, I had fun during fantasy, but let's talk about it. I did too, man. But, guy, okay. So, we had our fantasy football draft this week. Eight-man eight-man PPR. Eight-man PPR. The goal, you know, usually I think eight to ten is the sweet spot. Yeah. I think we I would start, like to have ten. Yes. I think when you get to play everybody at least twice, uh, it's a decent league. Mm-hmm. Um, It was awesome. We all got together all over the country. You know, we've got some good buddies, good, solid squad. 
and it was fun. It was a good time. Now, how did the draft go? I'll let Dick talk about his first and and what what he has to say. It, just give us the highlights. Uh, yeah, whatever. So I would say my draft in my mind went better than last year for myself because it was my what third year actually playing. So I did a lot of research going into it. Um, I've been super heavy running back, compliment wide receivers, didn't pick up a QB until the sixth round. Picked up Lamar Jackson in the sixth round. But I had that sweet spot, that seventh spot where I was getting the double, you know, the double whip back on the snake, but I didn't have to go back to back. Um, so I actually like that six, seven spot in an eight man draft is probably my sweet spot, future forward. Um, but uh, the first person off the board, love cousin Eddie, picked up Patrick Mahomes, the first pick of the draft. Okay. So- and see, cousin Eddie is the one who screwed me. And I'll tell you why continue if you have more to input no no that's that's all i got i mean we got the post draft grade and i did pretty well but but i did pretty well last year too the the fake post draft grade um so you're while you're sitting sweet with the double picks i'm sitting at five so getting shafted on both ends either way i texted you before because we had the quarterback conversation and I told you there was two names and only two names that I would take in the second round. And because Cousin Eddie decided to be Cousin Eddie and take Pat with the first pick, I'm literally sitting there in the second round like if my my, my dude's the next quarterback that's going to be taken. Like that's it, no matter what. So I had to take him then and there. Because I've talked about this. The quarterback is the one dude that's going to consistently get you 20 points no matter what. I had McCaffrey last year. What happened? Misses eight games. Running backs miss a game or two. It happens. Running backs get shut down. The quarterback has to throw the ball every game. They can get shut down. but So I took Murray in the second round. I don't think that was that bad of a pick. It was him or Mahomes. If they were available in the second round, I was taking them. I stuck to my guns. The problem with that pick, though, in my opinion, is that there are eight quarterbacks in the league that are going to get you 20 points a game. Every week. Every week. Every No. Yes. You said it earlier. The Arizona Cardinals was statistically. I'm 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 not going back on myself. You will get flashes in the pan with a Murray and a Mahomes that will get you 30, 40 points. Those are going to be three or four games. Fair enough. But if your point is you need a quarterback and get you 20-plus points a week on a, on a consistent basis, then there are eight quarterbacks in the league that will do that. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. But my backfield still ended up being pretty salty. I'm, I'm not mad. It was rounds one through four. So the fact that I ended up with Derrick Henry. Yeah, no, you, that, was a, that, was, that was my pick. You, you took him from me. Murray at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Najee. Because Na- he, who else is going to get the ball in Pittsburgh? Yeah. And then when I'm filling my wide receiver and tight end spot, that's when the wheels kind of fell off and I had to start grabbing who was available. Yeah. I- and then I got shit for my flex. I don't think my flex is going to be shit. Who's your flex? Julio. Julio Jones? No. 
But he's he's playing second fiddle though. That's a problem. He's a flex. I know, but and then it was like, oh, you took Julio already? He was literally projected as the next pick when I took him. So uh, when I get a draft projection that says you're going to win two games this year, fuck you, NFL.com. <laughs> now I'm uh, all out. I'm going to win this thing, and I'm going to say shove it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post a picture of my projection in my championship trophy picture. Which I will be paying for, yeah. I hope you do get it. I have a dilemma. If I actually win it this year, do I buy myself a trophy? Yeah, I might have to. No, if you win it this year, I'll buy you the trophy. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds How good. How much was the trophy? Like $25. I'll buy the trophy. <laughs> and a bottle. And a bottle. All right. If I win it this year. All right. Undefeated. Keep... Never lost. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was good. I got uh, Zeke, and then I got Aaron Jones, and then I also got A.J. Brown. Um, picked him up. James Robinson, who's my dude. I did pick him up later, but I like I said, I got Lamar Jackson in the uh, the sixth round, which I was super happy with because honestly, I feel like if you're talking like QBs that can give you like 20 points on the regs and also pick up like 30 to 50 on random weekends, I feel like Lamar Jackson's that other quarterback that can do that because of his legs. Deshaun Watson would be, but he ain't going to play this year. Uh, and I agree. Lamar was like my fourth round if he was there, but it was Murray and it was Mahomes. Mm. If they were there, I was taking him. And, you know, Murray, Henry, Najee Harris, Allen Robinson, CeeDee Lamb. I think I'm going to be okay. I don't know. I think the projections were, I mean, I'm projected to get my ass kicked by about 10 points this week against Gabagool. But uh, even my tight end, Hawkinson, I don't, I think I'm going to be okay. I got a lot of faith apparently in the Steelers offense because I've got uh, Johnson and Ebron from the Steelers offense. So Ben, Ben better be slinging it this year and it, my dudes. Yeah, that's the problem. He's going to be handing it off. That's why I got Najee. I know. Yeah, that's probably where it fucked. But um, I talk about college ball. The first waiver wire guy I'm getting, though, I swear, if Cam gets traded anywhere, I'm picking him up because Tannehill's got COVID restrictions right now, and this dude needs to get his fucking shot or he's going to piss me off. (laughs) Okay. This is where it was my reserve picks that everyone was giving me shit about. Let me talk about my reserve picks. I took Joe Burrow, and that was the first, like, oh, my gosh, you're stupid. Well, I need a backup quarterback. I don't think that's that bad of a pick. And then there was one guy. There was one guy that I said, if he was there in the 10th, 11th, 12th round, I was going to take him. Who'd you pick him in the 15th round? What are you eating? What are we eating tonight? We're going to go, we're going to put our bib on, we're going to crack the shells, and we're eating crab legs, baby. Oh, yeah. On the board. And I took Jameis Winston because he's going to come out this year and he's going to say, I am Steve Young 2.0. I got drafted by the Buccaneers. It didn't work out. Let me put this Hall of Fame career together. Watch it happen. Until the but or until the Saints sign Cam, probably yeah. Or Tyson Hill takes over. But hey, he's <laughs> on my team. And if it and literally when the like the draft prediction came out, Jameis Winston in round thirteen was a reach. But I was like, whoa! Todd McShay would have had a field day with that one. 
Okay. All right. We got yeah. to get into college ball. Super Bowl prediction. Give it to me. Uh, Packers and Bucks. I'm just fuck with you. <laughs> I want to see you spit that out. Um, <laughs> for those who don't understand football, they're in the same conference. It can't happen. Um, if you're listening to our show though and don't understand football, I'm sorry because we're not we're not those guys. I'm gonna go Pack and Chiefs. You got to stop with this Pack thing. What's going on? What? Because Aaron Rodgers was like he's doing a last run. Like what? What? Yeah, I I really feel like Aaron Rodgers is. I don't want to say he's vindictive, but I think he's stubborn. Um, he's got all the weapons with him. The Pack's defense is still solid. Barring a like major injury, I think between them and Tampa, those are like the, the solid favorites. But I think beyond that, I mean, like, dude, Aaron Rodgers will almost win a Super Bowl out of spite just to, like, say fuck you to the Packers and walk off in the sunset and go sign with, I don't know, the fucking Eagles or some shit. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to drop some hot and heavy news on you. This is my big and bold prediction. Do it. The Dallas Cowboys will do better than the Green Bay Packers this year. That is going to happen. Well, I'm going to pick the wrong year not to be a Cowboys fan. Jesus, come on, dude. The Dallas Cowboys will be better than the Green Bay Packers this year. Because Zeke is going to eat them up or what? No, you think Dak's going to be that good? They're going to put it together. They have so many weapons. So many weapons. And I just think the drama, like you're you're gonna play and you're gonna do great, and Aaron Rodgers isn't gonna be here next year. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a point. I mean that's also going back to fantasy. I mean that's why it was hard for me to stomach picking Cooper or CD Lamb because I don't know who's gonna get the damn ball. Like I knew Zeke's gonna get the handoffs all the time. He's gonna get out of the backfield too. But like Cooper's a better route runner. He's more like he's more refined. But CD Lamb is just raw talent. Eddie Lamb's awesome. Like, I, did you pick I, him up? I, I, I did. Okay, He's yeah. one of my starting receivers. That's why I don't think that my draft was that bad. No, if if Dak gets wild with the ball, CD's going to be open, but we'll see. Ah, all right. We beat my it up. Pre- we kicked it around. My prediction? Yep. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Super Bowl that we should have got. What has it been? Three years by now? I'm going to go Chiefs. And the boys. Oh, they should say the boys. No, we should have got the Rams and Chiefs, but remember there was that offsides on defense. So you do think line. Stafford's going to make that much of a difference, which makes the Lions and the Rams matchup very interesting. No, you said Rams. You said Lions again. Like, stop saying that. Like, you're, you're literally saying that Jared Goff is the almighty game changer. No, like, I'm just not. Stop. I'm saying that it's going to be an interesting dichotomy on the field to see the dichotomy on the field. No, it's the Lions. Like, that's it. They have DeAndre Swift. They're not bad. I'm going to rough. And I'm tough. And I need to have a, what does he need? A heart? No, it's the Lions. Like, <laughs> needed courage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. So he did get a heart. Yeah. You know, how they pinned a heart on, through his skin is kind of fucked up when you think about it. But yeah, sure. Okay, I'll call PETA. Anyway, that's my prediction. I think we're going to get that Super Bowl. I think Chiefs, Rams, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going. And I don't even like either of those teams, really. So You can call PETA. I prefer non. So. Unleavened bread, you either call PETA or non. It was a joke. 
Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, get the tasting notes on what you're fucking drinking, bitch. I'll go first. Bourbon deliciousness. Yep, that's how I find it. Bourbon butter? No, it's spicier than that. So it's got like this, this like this red hot oil. It's got it's oily, viscous, little red hots going on. Definitely the woody hits you on this. Like it's been soaking, it's been proofy. They didn't water it down. Dude, it's red hots all day. Red hots are like like a big red, like there's a cinnamon spice to it. It's been a cinnamon kick. Yeah. Um, the sweetness goes away on the palate, but it is everything you want it to be. It's an A on the palate. Good. I like to hear that from a delicious bottle like that. So castrate has a punch. Like there's no denying. It's got a kick, but it, it's got the red candy. It's got the vanilla. But does it carry through? It it has like I'm getting like butterscotch ice cream, but you've poured some alcohol on it. Like it's like that. Yeah. It's got I'm the pretty pre- sure that's that's a Ben and Jerry's flavor, right? Probably punch in the face. If not, um, it should be. We'll see if they want to sponsor us. Um so yeah, it's one of those where the nose is awesome, the taste is still good it doesn't it just has a punch that's why like if you're inviting somebody over who has not had whiskey or is just getting into whiskey you don't say here drink this um i'll i'll go b solid all right so let's get into that fourth dram college football is back how excited are you? I'm going to tell you how excited I am is I just saw a Dr. Pepper commercial on the TV while we're talking and those Dr. Pepper college ultimate fan commercials are back. And I just saw them reference the transfer portal. I am so looking forward to Dr. Pepper's college football commercials. Are those the ones with the boss? Yes. Oh yeah. They suck. Uh, but that's good. Shut the fuck up. They are great. <laughs> so You're stupid. They're but so it's, it's so kitschy and so good. I yeah. love it. And well, I love the fact that you see like new ones throughout the year. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're up there with the flow commercials from Progressive for me. Um, I don't want to hear about your flow. Uh, dude, you know, I was going to say like college football, you, you'll hear the football fan go, oh, I'm into college football. I'm not really into pro. You rarely hear the other way around. You know what I mean? Unless they're a Cowboys fan. Yes, that's true. (laughs) People love college football. Like, Like, Yeah, I only watch pro now because of fantasy football. That's what got me back into it. And yeah, college football is where it's at. Yeah. I I, I feel like I know the answer to this. What game are you looking forward to most this year? Well, I mean, the number one rated game that I've seen, you know, like week over week, is the uh, LSU and UCLA game. So that's going to be this weekend. I heard that's the number one game this year. Psych. You know what game I'm excited about this year. We actually have a fighting chance to beat Alabama at home. We just paid Jimbo re-up this contract, now $9 million a year. What are we going to get for our money? Haynes King is going to come out slanging like Johnny 
Like, it is going to be the game. That is the number one game in the SEC all year. Fight me about it. Like, like I'll, I'll see you outside. That's it. That's it. Now, there's some good games. There's some other good games out there. Like, I'm looking forward to the Bama and Miami game. I think the Miami-Clemson game is going to be really good this year. Um, Pac-12, I don't give two shits about. Um, the Red River shootout is going to be classic, too. But, I mean, for me, it's SEC, SEC. I don't know how many years we're going to be in the same division within the SEC as Alabama. So let's make them count. Um, but that's where my head's at, man. Come at me. I'm sorry. Going to say some some tech game that I'm going to miss. What was it? No, I'm sorry. Was is Johnny Manziel lining back behind center again? Or I and I knew you were going to say that. I was like, here he comes. Like, oh, here comes. Choo choo, 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 motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to care about the real SEC game that's going to determine is LSU back or not. No. Was it a mess up of quarter, like, you know, bouncing back? Their starting quarterback from last year had a freak accident again. I'm talking week seven or week six, whatever it is, LSU versus Alabama. That's a preview of really how the SEC is going to go. That's the game I'm looking forward to. Uh, Yeah, but no, I mean, COVID was a weird year, bro. A&M looked good, but now it's time to get back to like regular. SEC football. Oh, your face is priceless. I'm sorry, but what what G5 conference are you guys going to be playing or G6 conference you're going to be playing in a couple years? Oh, and it's the first shot at Tech. Here we go. I remember when my team didn't get a TV channel, so I said, I'm leaving the conference because I want my own identity. But the sad, the the sad thing is, you can remember when your when your but, team but sat the, and watched two other teams leave but the conference. Now the University of Texas is coming, so I'm I'm upset, but I'm going to pretend I'm not upset. <laughs> we were here first. <laughs> I always laugh because I don't know whether that's like an, an Adam Sandler doing like a baby impression or that's just <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I I don't. There's so many like I'm looking forward to the Miami Alabama game this week. Yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm looking forward to I was looking forward to Ohio State and Minnesota tonight. Like I'm so pumped about college football. Uh, Matt Leinert looks old. Sorry, had to make that Matt observation. Leinert probably is old. Uh, I mean he's got to be what we were in high school and he was playing in that national championship game, so he's probably what 35, 36. He's like 38. Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them. A&M, I don't know. We'll see. Tech, if we get a 500-year, awesome. Congratulations. I've got to live, like, curiously through other teams this year. Come over to the dark side. Come on, man. Oh, no. You don't even go to the dark side. You want to live in Austin. So, I mean, I don't know what you're like. Shut up. But, like, if I'm, like, maybe I've got to go back to the... Irish Catholic roots root for Notre Dame. No Maybe. way. Well, I've always been like, you know, it's in my blood. Yeah, I know it's in your blood. Sure. Maybe I got to root for go back to the Tebow days and root for Florida, but I'll be there every Saturday watching Texas Tech now that I've got YouTube TV. YouTube TV. We got Red Zone for fantasy. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. What storylines are you going to be watching? 
Uh, is it going to be as chaotic as last year? Are there going to be the big upsets like there were last year? Scott Frost obviously did not have a great start to the year. Poor guy. I want him to do so good, but it's just so bad over there. I like seeing Nebraska lose. I don't. I've said this several times. I don't think college football is the same unless Florida State, Miami, and Nebraska are all doing great. Well, they're like, all they're all in about the same spot right now. So, and, and if you think about it, you got Florida State and Miami, ACC. You got Nebraska, who's you know not Big Twelve anymore, but now they're Big Ten. It's a little diversity. It's not just SEC tom- teams dominating, and it it's just like it's awesome when they're doing good and things are awesome. Um, but yeah, that was rough. I was really like, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know if he makes it past week four. And they, they've got it. They got to, they got to win the next three games for him to make it past week four. He's like, got it. Turn it, turn around. it around, turn good it around, turn it around, turn it around. Turn uh, so, you know, keep an eye on that coaching seats are always a storyline. I like to watch out for Matt Wells got a lot of shit last year at Tech. I want to see how they do, see if he keeps his job. Uh, Mike Leach, how's he going to do it? I was going to say the Mad Hatter. Yeah. The Mad Hatter is um, uh, Les, Miles. Les Miles. That's what I was talking about. Uh, is he yeah. going to get a job again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good save. <laughs> uh, and then I think Old Miss has a hell of a year this year. I think they turn it around and I think they shock some people this year. They got a stud quarterback coming back. They've got Lane Kiffin, so they're going to put up some points. Yep. Yep. Some NCAA violations, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice, Mr. Let's give our coach a big old contract because he did decent last year. <laughs> we, so were, for, we were finally relevant for the first time. In So for me, is it can Alabama put four, or actually five, quality quarterbacks out in a row like like is it just the system i mean it's the same question we have every year when is it when the system going to fail every system fails at some point or is it just going to work all the way until saban leaves and he's the cog that you know breaks it all jerry king is he what do we think he is but see jerry king had a lot of pressure i think last year like that was a lot of hype sure yeah but and then he's coming back from an acl so he may not be as mobile, but I mean, we it's we do amazing surgeries now. Who knows? I I really look at him, and I, I think he makes Miami the contender that I want them to be because I love the U, dude. Like I love everything that's that's raunchy about Miami and like the U in general. I think go back to like the Michael Irvin days. Like that's the U I want to see again. Um, it goes back Nebraska, Florida State, Miami need to be good at college football. Uh, Nebraska and Notre Dame could suck a long one, but um, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> Sack, sure. Uh, and then I honestly like is Clemson that good without Lawrence? That's a question I want answered. It goes back to like it's the Davo and you know, um, Saban situation like are these coaches this that good and on a different level because Saban's proven he is right but is Dabo replacing quarterback it's next man up or like is, is Clemson at 
Alabama's level for being able to just reload and go. I'd like to see Oklahoma get over the hump this year. As much as that pains me to say, I would. I I, I'm a a Lincoln Riley fanboy. I mean, the I, things that he does with that offense and the sixty five thousand ways he runs, you know, everything. Yeah. Um. And Spencer Rattler, I don't know if he's that guy. I think he is. I just really don't. I, I really don't like the kid, and it all has to do with um, his QB1. Uh, QB1. He's such a cocky SOB. I never saw it. it so makes, I don't don't watch it because it'll make you not like him. I saw somebody post that literally the other day. They were like, I hate Spencer Rattler because of QB1. Um, He's Tate Martell, but like worse. Who? Tathan. I'm sorry. Tate Martell. I can't find a school to play for Martell, but I found one, and it's the one that I least expected. It's Tathan, but yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, that's a storyline. I, I, I've just always, you know, since Lincoln Riley's been coaching, if Oklahoma's playing, it's my old coach coming out on me. I forget that I coached at times, but I just love to see the things he puts together, you know, the way he makes – you know, GT out of so many, you know, formations. It's, it's just awesome. Um, sleeper or not sleeper. I can do Hi. sleeper. Well, I can, I told you my sleeper. I think Heisen. Matt Carell and Ole Miss is my sleeper. I think they're going to shock people. Mm-hmm. Is he my Heisman winner? No runner up. Who's your, who's your Heisman prediction? Spencer. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm in the same boat as you. Spencer. Yeah. I think he's got the system. He's got the he's got the attributes uh, the attributes. He's got everything going for him. He's it's his to lose. Um conference predictions. Let's go through these. So ACC, who you got? Clemson. So you think they can reload? Yeah, I think they're consistent. I'm gonna I say think, I think they are consistent enough in the ACC to uh win that conference again. You don't think the Dukies are gonna pull it out? David Cutcliffe loved him. I've listened to him speak. I mean, he's a heck of a coach, but unfortunately, no, I do not think so. All right. I'm going to go to you. Um, Big 10, you put something here, and I think you might take it back after tonight's game. But I'm going <laughs> to say – I put it there. I put it with a question mark as we were editing and the game was on. I'm going to say OSU begrudgingly. I, I want it to be Penn State or anybody else in OSU, but it's going to be OSU. It's not. It's going to be OSU. I jokingly said Minnesota because at the point that I put it, it was 22 to like 18. And I, I put it as a joke with a question mark. Dick just can't read that. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's going to be OSU. It's one of those conferences that's not the SEC, and you can be consistent and, and win. But speaking of OSU, they have a backup quarterback who is a high school senior and is making more than me and you will make over the next 10 years. As a high school senior, back, how is that possible? Exactly. Old boy, South Lake Carroll, skipped his senior year of Oh, yeah, school. that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How much does he make? Do you want him to be successful? No, I don't want anybody who goes to OSU to be successful. Oh, okay. Well, that's a plain simple answer. I mean, I mean it's like Justin Fields. I like him, but I don't like that he went to – I like him – in spite of him going to OSU. So I just looked it up, and that guy we're talking about, Quinn 
Ewers from South Lake Carroll is going to be making $1.4 million. Skipped his senior year. NIL, dude. And he's at Ohio State right now. Good for him. Good for him. I, I hope he does good, but God. Dog. But, but you think but, about like all the dudes who are better than him that paved the way and got paid shit, right? Yeah. But you know what? But, you do you, boo-boo. South Lake Carroll played last week. Quarterback came in. They're going to be just fine. So that's a good thing for them. Um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's no Bishop Sycamore, but yeah. That's that's true, Bishop Sycamore. Uh, Big 12. Dude, we know it's going to be OU. Come on, both of us. Spencer's not going to win the Heisman if they don't do that. Yep. Pac-12. I want to say someone in Oregon, like if I had to like, you had to pull my arm and say, no, it can't be Oregon. Who is it? It's USC. Um, but it's going to be Oregon. I'm going to go USC just so I can say I'm right at the end of the year. Okay, cool. Like uh, the Cardinals situation. Cool. Yeah. Um, SEC. This is where the, this is where the, the, the minds meet where we're at polar opposites on this one, man. It really comes down to one game. If you, if you don't say A&M, you're not true. You're not true. Oh, shut up. You, I'm if you don't say A&M, I'm not a homer. You're not a homer. I'm You've not already a homer. said you want to move to Austin. You're gonna if you don't say AM, you may as well throw on a big old UT shirt and say hook him. You know I'm never gonna do that. Oh, I just said hook him. Oh, yeah. it felt gross. Ah, tastes bad. Drink, drink more, it'll make you go away. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna say Georgia. Um, I think it's gonna come down to the championship game. I think Georgia finally gets a dub. Georgia. Old, old, this is my year, but not my year, Georgia. Told you, dude, like, this is their year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with, like, prove me wrong until, like, yeah, no, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, that's fair. I, I will say this. I think Kirby Smart loses his job if they don't win it this year. I don't think so. They had Rick for quite a while. Yeah. You don't, th- you don't um, think they, there was a little bit of like, oh, we're not going to do that again? Or you think that's just George's way? Like, we're just going to stick on to uh, head coach for like 19 years. and Yeah, he did enough when he got into the national championship game for at least another. They're not Auburn. Like That's fair. I yeah. feel like AM is probably rigged that way now, too. Like, we're like married to Jimbo no matter what he does now. Well, yeah, they just gave him a nine year contract. So. Nine million dollars a year. Hell yeah, Jimbo, you finally gave us a good year. We're going to pay you and we're going to live. We're going to be fine with that for the next couple of years. And then Dick ain't going to be allowed at the Dixie Chicken anymore. Yeehaw. Is, uh, does Kevin Sufflin even have a job right now? Nope. But I mean, he's got his main, you know, AM national championships as Jimbo does. So, is that how you get championships by beating the champion? Mm, yes. But like during the regular season, they still won the championships. So you can say by proxy, I won the championship. Is that how that works? By, I don't know. I just know they, did, they haven't won a national championship. So, <laughs> since 1939. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and wasn't 1939 the one that they. Said they were national championships. Oh, you mean like when the Irish claimed all those national championships? I didn't go to Notre Dame. I know, but <laughs> shut the fuck nope. Up. Sorry, you've been banned from the Dixie. Okay, anything else? Your last thought on college football this year? 
last thought on college football this year. I don't think that's the truth, but last prediction. Um, nope. Just your last thought before we start college football this year. Like the last prediction um, that Spencer Rattler, although we both predicted him to win it, he's not going to win the Heisman. Okay. What about Fair you? Enough. Um, Ole Miss. I'll say it again. Doesn't suck. I, I, I there's something about him this year. I mm-hmm. think. I think Ole Miss is going to have something special, like a specific, like highly mutated strain of herpes, or something else. Uh, New Year's Bowl. Ooh, New Year's Six. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, that's my prediction. I don't All know right. what's more likely, either like a new strain of herpes or them getting a New Year's Six. Or maybe Jimbo finally getting paid a little more for some mediocrity. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What would you bet more on, a and being in the college football playoff or Ole Miss getting a New York Six? A New Year, New Year's Six? The Ole Miss. Really? Yeah. A&M's going to lose two SEC games this year, and that just kind of screws them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's every year. So, yeah, exactly. So they're <laughs> going to go back to. I mean, uh, being in third place—that's that's a fun place to be all the time. Field goal away from doing that last year. So, uh, you want? Are you ready to give the overall taste on these glasses? Yeah, I'll give you my grade. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go. I've got to give Maker's Mark Cast Drink a solid. A minus for a daily drinker. It wouldn't be a daily drinker if it was anything less. The nose is fantastic. The taste is just a little tad behind. Yeah. I think this is, I mean, it's my sweet spot. This is literally 110 is my sweet spot. And this is 109.8. Nice. And, 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 uh, 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 strength Maker's Mark is one of those that every time I post it or talk about it, Somebody has to comment, and this happened on our Instagram the other day. Somebody always says it's a great bottle. Like, it's for the price, for the availability, like, it's a solid. I feel like Maker's Mark is one of those things that I don't get into because you drink it so much. And it's not because I don't like it, but it's because I want to give us like diversity on the show. And I know it's become a Maker's Mark show. And I'm always really concerned it's become a Maker's Mark show if I start drinking it. So, I mean, it easily could. But it's a hard time because it's so available. I mean, it's yes, that's a very, very good point. On that same vein, availability, I'm going to I'm going to make up. I'm going to make a comparison here because I'm going to give this an A minus as well. So is Elijah Craig barrel proof good? Yes. For the price point of $56 MSRP, is it good? Yes. Is it good up to 90? Yeah. Is it something that every true whiskey drinker should have? Yes. Should you have a bottle all the time? No. Should you buy it when you pick it up or you see it? Yes, but not for more than I would say 85, 90 bucks. That would be the max. But if I put this head to head with something that you see on the shelf on a regular basis, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing here. 
I would take Jack Daniels barrel proof single barrel over this every day and twice on Sundays, actually three times on Sundays because it's a higher proof. It's the same price range, 55, 56 up to 65, but you can buy it all the time and it's not, it's higher proof, but it doesn't finish as rough. And overall, like if you like bananas, you're going to love Jack Daniels barrel proof single barrel. Like it's, one of my favorite bottles, really. I mean, I could put that on my shelf day after day after day with some Buffalo Trace and some Weller and a couple odds and ends, and that would probably be my shelf. Your face? I can't even look at it right now. Why? Two things. To pull that bottle out of your ass and say you would rather have it, and for two... The fact that you've become full circle on the Jack Daniels train that I will take full credit on. Hey, I, I'm, I'm a man that can admit when he's wrong and can admit that I matured and grown up a little and stuff changes over time, right? So it's so good though. Like what? But the J- fact the gold yes. label or this? Yes. Gold label. Yes. Um, okay. That was a pretty bold statement there, buddy. Hey, Miami's gonna win the ACC. All right. So yeah, totally. Um, good for you, man. So, what was your grade on that? A minus. A minus. Yeah. And if you ask me what like Jack Daniels barrel proof like single barrel was, it's it's a eight A plus all day. Like it's one of those things. Just it's always good, and it has like to it. be the barrel proof. It has to be the the gold label. Like it has to be that one. The single barrel is okay. The barrel proof is where it's at. Did you see the Jack Daniels released a age ten year? Yeah. Allegedly this year, they're supposed to like their special edition they're supposed to release, like the rye last year is supposed to be 140 proof. It's supposed to be like a white label. Oh, geez. I think they released their first AIDS label in forever. I don't know the exact amount, but I think it's a 10 year. I have I don't have the details in front of me, but I don't know the availability of it either. Uh, but yeah, just another Jack Daniels bottle to add to the collection. Dude, we're gonna have to do a what in the world of whiskey here pretty soon. That's true too. And I did see Frank Sinatra on the shelf the other day. How much? Uh 175. Do you know about that? Probably I should have. Well, that was our intro to football. We're absolutely pumped to be back on the air. We're so pumped to be following with you every week or every other week, depending on our schedules. Uh, we're gonna dive into college football, we're gonna dive into professional football and all other things important in sports. We recap, uh, to recap, we talked about our predictions for pro. We talked about our predictions for college. We did all that good stuff, and we had some awesome bottles tonight. I would agree. Both of them were in the A rating, and that always ends up being a good night. High proofy stuff. Uh, Dick, could you give them the socials one more time before we say adios? Hey, for sure. So the best way to get us is uh, 4th Dram at uh, Instagram. So it's uh, at 4th Dram, 4-T-H-D-R-A-M. Um, you can always pick us up on Twitter as well as uh, Facebook, 4th Dram and Goal. Um, and then our, our website is 4th Dram and Goal.com. And you're going to be able to find everything from there all, all the way from our episodes linked out as well as our uh, direct email at fortramagoal at gmail.com pretty much just like google fortramagoal all one word you're gonna find us um and like we highlighted at the beginning of this, the episode we're starting to put our podcast on youtube so you can always follow like subscribe us there right there you know give us a little thumbs up and that'll be super appreciated we appreciate you we appreciate all of our listeners 
Um, and then always just follow us on, uh, you know, Spotify, Castbox, uh, Apple Podcasts, all the uh, fun stuff. And Kurt, quote of the episode, man, what you got? My quote of the episode is your kind of theme for fantasy football this year. Be confident. Be cocky. Be the man. Dan Marino, there's no defense against a perfect pass. I throw the perfect pass. He said it. He lived it. Be that guy this year. Have fun. Enjoy it. Spend time with friends. Drink some good whiskey. Watch some good games. We love you. To the next snap, the next dram. Drink on, dramers. And remember, Lisa's out, Dan.